Hi everybody, it's Karen. Um, I am coming on today to talk to you about rejoicing uh, through bad times. I know that, uh, you know, it, it sounds strange, but um, I remember, I believe it was close to 17 years ago, and um, my sweet aunt, uh, she sent me a book one time, and it was, uh, and I can't remember the name of it or who wrote it, but it talked about um, some chapters about rejoicing, you know, to praise God through your bad times. And so uh, it's something I kind of didn't always stick with through my life. I mean, you know, like who wants to rejoice when something goes wrong, or who wants to praise God, you know, uh, when it just seems like nothing is going right in your life. But I'll tell you what, it does make a difference. And I am going to read this to you. Uh, I just saw it the other day, and it just was, you know, it just talks about it, and I hope that you get something out of it. So uh, when we go through struggles and bad times in life, we are anything but joyful. And many of us become overwhelmed with stress and hardship when we endure those unbearable trials. Yet, Apostle Paul says that he rejoices in tribulation. And we are supposed to follow his teaching because he taught the truth. So, does this mean that we are supposed to be filled with joy and overflowing with happiness when things go wrong? Why would anyone want to rejoice in bad times? We don't rejoice for those bad times. We rejoice uh, for the bad. We don't rejoice for the bad times. We rejoice in the bad times. And that is what we have to remember. We're not rejoicing because we're having bad times, but we want to rejoice in those bad times. We don't have a sacrificial spirit that thrives on pain or injustice. So when bad things happen, we are not happy. We are hurt and sometimes even crushed by the problems that come at us. We have to be careful that we don't confuse what Paul said because he wasn't talking about our natural human reactions. He was saying that because of the problem, we can rejoice in God being our answer to it. And how wonderful to have a God, you know, that's always there when we have all these trials. We live in this world, but we are no longer of this world. Our innate responses to situations have no place in our spiritual life. We don't look to this world for our refuge and our happiness and then settle for its useless empathy. We look to God and claim His victory. We don't rejoice because we are suffering. We rejoice because we know that Jesus has overcome the world and that he will go through the trial with us and bring us out of it just as he promised. We rejoice because God is greater than any problem we can have. We rejoice because we are saved by the blood of Jesus. And if God loves us enough to send Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, then we have to believe that he will also take care of us while we are still on this earth.
Jesus often tells us to be at peace, and that's because during stressful times, many of us choose to worry or think negatively based on the natural situation. But Jesus said to rest in him, to get his peace, and to focus on what he has already done for us. At the cross, Jesus defeated sin and death, and we can overcome it all too. When we take our eyes off of the world and put them in onto Jesus where they belong. We are surrounded by sin and tempted by evil situations. And many of these situations are going to affect us one way or another. But we don't have to accept the outcomes that this world predicts. We don't have to surrender to the dilemma and the adverse reports that come because the world doesn't know Jesus and has based its conclusions on what it knows. We base our conclusions on what we know, and that is that Jesus is our Lord, and he said to cast our burdens onto him and let him deal with them. We study the scriptures to know God and to learn who we are in Christ so that we can put our trust in Him alone. The more we study and the more we pray and worship, the better our relationship with Him gets so that it becomes natural for us to turn to God first for help. Then we can rest because even though the world says our situation is impossible, we know that nothing is impossible to God. Then we can rejoice because we know that our God has our problem and is working it out for us. We rejoice because when we are, are weak, God is made strong in us. We rejoice because through these bad times, God is glorified as we surrender to Him. We rejoice because we belong to God and He is faithful to us, His children. We don't expect our earthly children to suffer situations alone. We would step in and work things out for them. And so we must realize that our Heavenly Father wants to do the same for us. So let's cry out to the one who loves us and rejoice because he hears and answers our prayers. We have no reason to go through trials alone and suffer despair. When we know that we should rejoice because God is alive in us, and he has given us life. 2 Corinthians 12, 9, 10 I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So, uh, I hope that this has blessed somebody today and I am going to end with a prayer. Oh dear Jesus, I know there's so many of us out there right now who are struggling with uh, health issues, with just worldly issues. Maybe they lost a job or maybe they got a bad report from the doctor. Uh, just so much struggles and things that are thrown in our faces every day. Oh dear Jesus, help us to put them into your hands, to just say, I release it. I know God's going to take care of me. I'm putting them into your hands, dear Jesus. 
all these people that are struggling, I pray that they find peace and comfort. And I pray that if there's anybody out there that doesn't know you, Jesus, I pray that they put you in their heart and believe that you died to save their sins. I pray this in your name. Amen.